Do you know what it takes to move good to great? Are you almost where you need to be but not quite there yet? Find your way to success today. Welcome to the James Stentley Show with Dr. James Stentley. We've got the tips and guidance you need to propel your success to the next level. Now, here's your host, Dr. James Stentley. Well, hello, 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 and welcome to the show. Uh, we are live. However, we are experiencing some technical difficulties. You know, Murphy's Law is all part of the deal, but that's okay. We're going to have an incredible show either way it goes, and we're going to get this thing going in just a moment. So uh, I want you guys to please hold on with me, and we will get going. And for those folks that are trying to see us on the Internet Live, we're going to get started with that in just a moment as well. So just kind of work some things out, and we will go live on all fronts. Oh, in about 15 seconds. Well, welcome to the show. Um, you know what we always say, we don't think outside the box in our world. There is no box. And if there's no box, there's only, only, only possibility. So really excited today. We have a very special guest um, as we are getting him online, as he's plugging in for us right now. Uh, we're going to uh, start sharing this out to social media as well. And, um, you know, it's been a very interesting week. You know, we've had a great week uh, preparing to launch JD3 television. Uh, that's underway, and it looks really, really good. We're being extremely blessed. More and more opportunities are coming our way. And our focus is to create a very unique streaming experience for people who plug into to our network and give you a lot of incentives to, in order to do so. So it's pretty exciting for the things that we have going on. Um, I want to, first of all, before we go knee-deep into the radio, I want to welcome all those who are joining us via Facebook. Um, we're having some challenges getting our platform to stream over to Facebook. is not opening for us, so uh, Facebook is not allowing us in. We have the right, uh, you know, we've been doing it for weeks and weeks and weeks. However, I do have a new computer, and last week we couldn't get sound, and this week I can't even get to the stream, so we got to figure out what's happening. So we're going to do it the old-fashioned way. So if you're on social media, Facebook right now, you're seeing it through my phone. <laughs> That's why you see these flowers above my computer as well. So we're just going to go it that way, and uh, we can get on with the show. So I'm going to ask Mr. LaBelle in the control room, if he would, to just uh, go out there and make sure that our, our guest is ready to go and, and get him online with um, – there we go. Yeah, if you can get make sure he this gentleman is jumping online and we can make this thing happen. Well, as I mentioned, and many of you all have been watching me on social media this week, it's been a very interesting and incredible week. Um, you know, we're all aware of what happened with Breonna Taylor, and there's a lot of uproar, upheaval, uh, dissatisfaction, to say the least, um, with the outcome there. Uh, there's a lot of things going on as we prepare for the, one of the most, the most important election in my entire lifetime. Uh, hello, Eric. How you doing, my friend? And uh, as well as you know, we've been doing some great things with the nonprofit as well with JD3 TV, but we're preparing for the uh, Golden Gala Awards show with Easy Way. So we're preparing for that as well. And for those of you who are just joining us on Facebook, it's our apologies. We have tried over and over. We could not use StreamYard, Eric. They weren't able to plug that in through, uh, uh, they didn't know how to do that. They couldn't do it through Voice America, so we couldn't go that route. So uh, we're just going to go the old-fashioned route for Facebook as we're preparing to get started. So uh, bear with us. Uh, you're looking at not only my screen, but my keys, the flowers over the, over the keys where I'm sitting. <laughs> and you know, it's so interesting. This day started, I was at a resort. I was at the resort and uh, we wanted to test the system ahead of time at the resort. And we tried to test the system and tried to plug into Facebook with the system and, and YouTube from the system. And it wouldn't let us plug in. We couldn't do it. You know, so I said, oh, man, my goodness. So we tried it again. I had Lavelle try it. And we looked it up, and they said, well, it sounds like it's the Internet connection. So I actually left the resort, left my family at the resort, race home, down 355, down 294, 90, I don't know, every expressway that we have in Chicago pretty much to get home. And then Kara says, well, pick, get, get my swimming suit. I love my swimming suit. And Kate needs his gym shoes. Get his gym shoes. I said, okay. And my grandson and my, uh, my nephew were coming out with us. And uh, we had somebody bringing them out. So now I'm back home and I'll just grab them and go back again and start my sabbatical. See, that's what happens when you want to take some time off and you don't really take all the time off. You want to come back in and handle some things and then go back. But, you know, it's just all part of the deal. 
Now, so what I'm going to do, guys, I'm just going to hold off on uh, Dr. George Fraser. He may pop in here, but I want him to hold off because I really want to get him uh, streamed the proper way, you know, so we can have this for rebroadcasting. I'm just going to talk to you guys a little bit today, and uh, we'll bring Dr. George Fraser back in um, on the next day. Uh, Mr. Faulkner, I want to make sure, did he have the proper passcode as well? We need to make sure he had that because without that, he'd be in a world of trouble. So we're bringing him back in. You know, technical difficulty stuff happens, man. I remember one time I was speaking at an engagement and all the lights went out on the entire neighborhood. We had about 350 people in the room, pitch dark. So we all, uh, you know, find our way and feel our way out into the street. And um, it was, it began to rain. We were underneath some awnings on 95th Street. And I remember just doing a presentation uh, right there in the rain outside of the uh, the darkened room. So the bottom line is that when you're a speaker, things happen, man. You just flow. You just hit a wall. You make a left. You just flow with it. So hopefully that'll be a good lesson for everybody. Again, uh, we're going to bring Dr. Fraser back on another date because of the technical difficulties we're having uh, in our streaming. Uh, but he's here now. So maybe we can get to uh, talk a little bit. And there he is. How you doing, sir? I'm doing wonderful. I, I'm so sorry about the technical issues. Uh, that's, you know, that's life. <laughs> well, yeah, it is life. I was just sharing with them, you know, I've been in situations. Matter of fact, I did a presentation once and uh, all the lights went out in, in, in a smaller form. Uh, it happens one time with about 350 people. I ended up on a sidewalk doing a presentation because, you know, as speakers, you know, we just operate. Uh, one time we locked ourselves out the room. We couldn't get to our technology on a Saturday. Nobody was there in the building. And I took wow. some bubble gum and a piece of paper, slapped it on the wall, and did a presentation and had a tremendous amount of success. They couldn't believe that I would do that because nothing stops us. So I've got my phone here, but I'm going to ask you, if you would, I love. I want to go ahead and just start open up the door because people have been hearing about you. A lot of people are plugging in Facebook. Our system won't allow us to get to Facebook. That's why I had to have this phone in front of me. But I want to oh, ask you if oh, I can I bring you. Yeah, I have, yeah, usually I can just stream it right directly in. And for some reason, it's not letting us in. It's not letting us in at all. We do this every single week. So if you don't mind, I'd like to, us to go ahead and continue and, because we got a lot of people that are tuning in right now. I'm watching them just come in, come in, come now, in. Are you, all right. So you're on Facebook through your phone? I'm on Facebook through the phone, but I can't do it the regular way. So I'm going to ask you, I'm, I really need to bring you back because I really want to create the right yeah. content, right image for you. I hear you. I want you. people to know who you are if they don't. They I appreciate that. that. Yes. Well, first of all, I want to say thank you for being a part of our show. You know, I have uh, uh, I, I used to own a network marketing company called One Voice Worldwide. And there was four of us who were the founders. One gentleman name was Sam Oram. Oh, I know Sam. Yeah, thank he God. was working with you guys. And I said, and this was, man, this is 05. And, I, and Sam and I knew each other since 94. We were at the top levels of ACN. And I kept telling Sam, I really want to meet Mr. Fraser. I want to uh, see what he's doing as an organization. I've been hearing so many great things. You were doing everything in Ohio, I think, at the time. Mm -hmm. And he never would put you on the phone with me. I'm like, man, come on. <laughs> I was the CEO of the company. <laughs> and I made him the president. And he just couldn't make, we just couldn't make it happen. And uh, when I was with Bernie Dorman, uh, rest in peace and power. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, rest in peace and power. We were in Houston, Texas. And. Uh, he, and uh, your name came up and he said, have you met him yet? I said, man, no, I have not. And he called you right away. And I thank you for you being so gracious uh, because I have a lot of respect for you and what you do and not just what you do, uh, Dr. Fraser, but the way you do it. Oh, you know, you got to unpack that for me. Well, you know what? You're not out here uh, selling yourself or selling everything. Like a lot of times in our world, we they're pitching from stage and they're doing revenue shares and you're out here making a difference with people head on and, and understanding the value that you bring. So when a person comes to your event, it's not about, you know, everybody trying to just come in there trying to make money. It's that from the heart. You got the right people. Because one of the things that you stated in some of your work is that it takes a village and we, we continuously are operating in a disconnected way. I think you called it, um, what did you call it? Eurocentric value of individ individualism. Yeah, and there's right. no power. There's no power when we're separate. So I love that message in your format because as a speaker, uh, I just uh, talked to Les Brown today and I cooked him up with an organization. And I said, look, I don't need, man, we've been friends for 25 years. I don't need anything, man. I'm here to serve and to help you. 
because I'm blessed right. to be able to speak and not have to do it for a living. Uh-huh. <laughs> there you go. So, so then, you, do you know, let's. And that was a, that was a powerful point, and it's 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 one that it's, as an elder and 75 years old, mm-hmm. it is one that most of our people, the whole Eurocentric worldview versus an African-centered worldview, people have heard the term but it has never been defined for them, right? In a very specific way. I defined it in Success Runs in Our Race, The Complete Guide to Effective Networking in the African-American Community that I wrote 26 years ago. Um, I defined it. I, I did a comparative. Let's do that right now. Okay. Let's do a comparative. Let's From go. a Eurocentric worldview, how white people look at the world, mm-hmm. versus an African-centered worldview and and how we look at the world from Eurocentric thinking to African centered thinking. Okay. And from a Eurocentric ethos, the fundamental character as a spirit of culture, that's ethos, ethos. versus African centered ethos. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's start with a Eurocentric worldview. Okay. Not complicated. White folks, and this is the fundamental difference between black people and white people, between people of African descent and white people. In a Eurocentric worldview, order is imposed by the stronger force. The stronger force gains the advantage by ordering the universe as it wishes. That's how white folks see the world. In African-centered worldview, is the universe is active and alive. And the laws of nature reveal its inherent order as well as the creator's divine laws. Profoundly different. Profoundly. <laughs> right? So that's that's worldview. Mm-hmm. Now let's let's unpack Eurocentric thinking mindset. In a Eurocentric thinking, survival of the fittest promotes a drive for mastery and control of nature and the accumulation of possessions. That's Darwin, survival of the fittest. African-centered thinking is that there is a oneness of all things, life is primary and must reflect a divine nature, group maintenance, collectiveness, and sharing are essential. Yes. Yes. Two entirely different ways of looking at the world. You know, I'm loving this because when you get and look at the world and the world order, we're in harmony with everything on the planet. We have we're to be up of the same elements of things in the planet. And That's right. We, and then a Eurocentric is totally so, separate. So, and it creates if, James, so if, and you're profoundly right, if mm-hmm. we are in harmony with everything on the planet, then you don't destroy the things that you are in harmony with. In other oh. words, you don't destroy <laughs> the freaking planet. <laughs> It is how you're going to live yeah. in harmony right. Wow. With, the, right? with nature. Yeah. yeah. Right? And then the final one is the Eurocentric ethos. And remember, ethos is the fundamental character uh, as the spirit of a culture. Ethos. Mm-hmm. Eurocentric ethos, very simply, is control and mastery of all life. African-centered ethos, life is primary, as in the oneness of all things. All things are one with and in harmony with nature. You're making this simple. You're breaking it down. You're making this. You're making this. This complicated thing. Right? That we call life. We make it. This so you make see. You, you see the conflict. Yes. Yes. You see the profoundly different way that we, as God's first people, mm-hmm. right. right, how we think 
and how we have survived as African people for thousands and thousands. We were building pyramids and solving complex engineering problems when white people were living in caves eating each other. Wow. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to take about 90 seconds, pay a few bills, and we're going to uh, do a commercial on the radio. We're going to keep Facebook alive, so give me a few seconds, and we'll be right back with Dr. George Frazier, and we're going to talk about a lot of great things that they're doing and how uh, we're collaborating and how we are serving uh, this great mission that he has uh, stood upon us. So we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com As we continue on life's journey, there are certain situations which we all must face. Care and treatment don't always measure up to what it's supposed to be, and there are many questions that need to be answered. Tune in to Senior Straight Talk with hosts Phyllis Amon and Rubina Chaudhry. Seniors deserve to have a purposeful and passionate, fulfilling life, and we'll bring you the information that you need to hear to make it happen. Listen on the Voice America Empowerment Channel or your favorite podcast platform. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and entertained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen for our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with our host, Cynthia Bryan. Then on Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Play with with us at be the star you are radio.com and the voice america empowerment channel find out what makes the most successful people tick keep listening to the voice america empowerment channel voice america empowerment.com you're tuned in to the james stentley show We'd love to hear from you via email with questions and comments. Drop us a line to JD at the James Dentley Show.com. Again, that's JD at the James Dentley Show.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back to the James Dentley Show. As we always say, we don't think outside of the box because in our world, there is no box. We're here today with a gentleman I have a tremendous amount of respect for in his work, his legacy. The not only the things he's done, but the people he's touched and what they are carrying a message forward as we continue to all grow and to thrive and really get on that track on purpose. Uh, so I want to bring back to you the amazing Dr. George Frazier. Okay, Dr. Frazier, you were talking about the, the uh, this control of all life from the uh, the Euro uh, ethos. Yeah. The spirit that all things are to control and to stand above. Stand above That's right. The knee on the neck. Of, yeah. of so we... So we, James, we dealt with a Eurocentric worldview versus an African-centered worldview. We dealt with Eurocentric thinking or mindset versus African-centered thinking. We talked about Eurocentric ethos, which is the fundamental character as the spirit of a culture versus an African-centered ethos and the final two pieces to complete this and by the way brothers and sisters if you want to have this uh, uh, just pick up success runs in our race all of this is in success runs in our race which I introduced to black folks uh, the mass market uh, in 1994 uh, success run day, uh, runs on our race is a modern day classic it is required reading in 57 historically black colleges it is a book that started the networking and relationship capital conversation in black America and started the networking movement. I'm not bragging. I'm just saying it will probably be my legacy. It is now 26 years old and you can go on Amazon. It still sells 10,000 copies every year, 10, 26 years later. So that says something. But with that said, now let's deal with very simply Eurocentric cosmology. 
Now, cosmology simply means the origin and the general structure of the universe with its parts, elements, and laws. That's what cosmology means, all right? So a Eurocentric cosmology is humans exist apart and separate from nature in an independent and separate collection of entities that comprise the universe, right? So we, 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 white folks do not see themselves in any way as a part of nature. So they, that gives them the mindset that they can do anything they want to this thing that they're really not a part of. It is just to serve them, right? Now, the, the African-centered cosmology is different, how we see that. The universe originates from the creator and reflects the interconnectedness and interdependence of all things. There's a profound difference. Mm-hmm. Profound difference in how we see the world. And so this is how, this is where this conflict, and this, in many ways, this is how African people were tricked and bamboozled. Mm-hmm. By white folk. Yeah. All right. A Eurocentric reality is worth is measured by utility. Therefore, materiality is paramount. And an African-centered reality is the creator provides a spiritual force for the essence in all things. Therefore, value is inherent. In just being. Mm. Right? I mean, James, this is night and day. Absolutely. This is night and day. And then finally, the Eurocentric value system. It's simple. There is conflict of opposing forces representing a continual struggle whereby one must prevail over the other. White folks call that war. (laughs) (laughs) Right? That's right. African-centered values are there is a rhythmic, harmonious, harmonious, and interchange of connections and synthesis and antagonisms and contradictions right there are going to be contradictions but it is done in a harmonious way in other words because there is we have contradictions i don't declare war on you Mm. right to rid you Mm. right to create the the harmony that only i want Mm -hmm. There there are contradictions and you work it out yeah to well, live in harmony. Yeah. And now with that, and I'm, I've am i got a question that's, that's coming to cross me on the feed. So where did we create, where, where did the, uh, the crack widen when we have uh, a lot of these gangs where it's territorial, you belong to this, you have to be against this, it's crime, yes. your life doesn't matter. Where did, this, where did that come from? James, mm-hmm. this is generations. Mm-hmm. of orientation, Got it. Mm-hmm. education, in a sense, training and modeling and consuming the belief systems of them because they control all of that. Got it. They control the messaging. They control the stories. Mm-hmm. They control the world. Yes. Okay. All right. So if that's fed into you mm-hmm. from the days of our ancestors being captured and enslaved and threatened, killed, terrorized, this infects, affects, and effects how you think. And ultimately, how you behave. Yeah, you become less than 
as we are even to this day, Black Lives Matter, right? And subservient to their belief system. And this they is locked in on a subconscious level. That's right. They were born in, to a degree, even before we're born, in a mother's womb in the last trimester because the energy and frequency is so real. That's right. That's mm -hmm. right. Okay. Right. Right. So we, as I've said in many of my speeches around the world, we are deeply wounded people. Mm -hmm. um, and we are out of our organic and natural being and psychology. We, and we are suffering, as many have said, post-slavery syndrome and all the machinations and the results of that. Mm. Right? Now, when people ask me, Doc, when are we are going to overcome this? Right? Mm -hmm. And my, I said my best answer, my, my most optimistic answer will be about 100 years, hmm. will be about three to five generations. Now, um, some of a, a new consciousness and a new systems of belief among woke and conscious black folk, which is now popular, right, is, is being espoused, is being taught, is being um, embedded, uh, in progressive church, in progressive churches, mm -hmm. where they they where they teach black liberation theology. Okay. Jeremiah Wright was one of them. Freddie Haynes is another. You can go down the list. Black liberation theology and liberation means to liberate our minds, right? To get us back to what we who who we really are. But this is this is. This is a process, it's not a program. This will take generations. It, we didn't get this way overnight, James. We're not gonna solve it overnight. We're talking about changing minds. You know how hard that is? Absolutely. Because we're still being influenced, right? I mean, it's not like it's going away and we now have a clean slate and we can begin working on changing minds. No, 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 you're still sword fighting with a toothpick. Yes. Yeah. This thinking. It ain't going away. They ain't going away. Yeah. Their greatest fear, as you well know, and it's been said a hundred times, is elimination because we're the dominant gene. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So they're fighting for their survival. Mm -hmm. They are the smallest race of people. The largest race of people in the world are Asians at 4.4 billion. Second are people of African descent at 1.6 billion and Caucasians at about 1 billion. And they're not replacing themselves. Right. All right? Mm -hmm. So they're fighting for their survival. Said another way, a, a, a wonderful African leader said it beautiful. And she said that white people are doing everything they need to survive. Our problem is we're not doing everything we need to do to survive. Got it. Mm -hmm. So if if enslaving people, mm -hmm. abusing people, free labor, what, what, whatever, whatever, what, whatever they need, it, it is not beyond them to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We've just seen this time and time yeah. again. Yeah. Certainly the history. It's okay. Is yeah. They don't yeah. think like we think. Yeah. Yeah. I, right? I told you, and it's so evident even today. It, it, today it's just so evident. Uh, but from the beginning of this country and even before uh, yeah. this civilization in, in this United States. And let me tell you, white people are really angry. Many white people are really angry with Donald Trump. Because he has exposed this to the light. Mm -hmm. He is just a model of what we're talking about. I mean, he's just being him and real. Yep. Right? And white folks, uh, there are many white folks who said, yeah, we're this way, but we don't, we don't want to go public with it. <laughs> 
right? Yeah. We just want to operate in this way in the quiet of our own lives, right? And 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 resist um, any changes. But no, he's made it public, and now there's public outcry, there's protesting and rioting, and because. James, none of this is new. I think it was Will Smith who said, this is not new. It's just being filmed now. Exactly. But this has been going on for 400 yeah. years. Yeah. Right? And worse, really. Mm-hmm. This is a new. Yeah. Now people are looking at it on their phone every minute of every day. Yeah. Thanks. That's a whole new awakening. Yeah. Now it's in your face. Yeah. They're uncomfortable about it. And we say, see, we told you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's so many people. I'm here in Chicago. So many people who live here never heard of Chicago 1919. Don't know any like it never, ever happened. Nobody. I have a friend that's making a movie about it now, but never had Black Wall Street. Uh, younger people, they're not being taught, educated. Nobody's no. sharing these things, these atrocities, you know, this has been going on from, from the very beginning. It's still happening. That's right. Um, but, well, it's biblical. What you just said is biblical. Hosea 4, 6 says, my people perish for the lack of knowledge. You've heard that a thousand times, right? Yep. A thousand times. But what you haven't heard is the rest of that passage. All right. And the rest of that passage simply says, my people perish for the lack of knowledge. For thou has rejected knowledge, therefore I reject thee. Yep. You shall be no prince to me. That's the rest of the passage. Yeah. This is God saying, if you reject knowledge, I reject you. Get out of here. Yeah. Amen, brother. <laughs> right? Now, is that the foundation of the Fraser Nation of this entire Yes, population? that's exactly right. The found right. People uh, say, Dr. Fraser, you've been in business for 33 years. Mm-hmm. What business are you in? I'm in the business of excellence. Because black people can't be mediocre. White people can be mediocre. We can't be mediocre. Yeah. Our parents taught us this 50 years ago. They said, My mother said to me, Georgia boy, um, you're going to have to be twice as good to get half as much. Because if you're black and mediocre in America, you better leave. You're going to be marginalized. You're ultimately going to be destroyed. We cannot be average. And so what frightens me, we are turning into Toms. I don't mean Uncle Toms. What does Toms mean? It is the toleration of mediocrity. Ooh. When just okay is not okay. And to leave a generation worse off is not okay, James. To tolerate a widening wealth gap is not okay. To be outside of our own spiritual thinking, Proverbs 13, 22, a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. That's not okay. To tolerate the highest uh, high school dropout rate. In America, 50% of our children are dropping out of high school. Could you imagine a black boy in the 21st century with a high school, without a high school diploma? Where's that brother going? Right to jail. This is not okay. Yeah. 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 That's on us. Absolutely. And Absolutely. no one's going to fix that for us but us. White people ain't fixing black people. Yeah. White people ain't even thinking about black people. They're thinking about white people. They're thinking about their husbands, their wives, their children, their businesses, their neighborhoods, their schools, and your pockets. They ain't thinking about you. They are the merchant class. We are the consumption class. We buy stuff. They make stuff and sell it to us. Amen. So it's in their best interest economically that we remain ignorant. Mm -hmm. Yes. And continue to, to do what we've been doing. It's very good for them. It's very good for their business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we, we, we are fighting for equality. We want to live where we want to live and we want to purchase the things that everybody else was purchasing. And they let us, and they let us walk us right into another boat. Another trap. Another right. ship. 
Now, look, we're going to take another quick commercial break, and we're going to come back. Now, I've, got to, I've got to run at about 3.55, okay? Okay, perfect. Yeah, okay. That's perfect. That's perfect, because we got to get you back, man, and, and, and you and I are going to talk further about that. Uh, well, but before I, you leave, I definitely want to let people know when your next event is happening. Okay. So let's take about a quick, short commercial break in about 10 seconds, and uh, we're going to come back. Uh, with Dr. George Frazier. And I want to get into, you know, born in 1945, Brooklyn, New York, uh, the challenges you came in life, and here you are today. What can you talk to us about hope and inspiration when we find ourselves in a challenge? How do we view it? How do we move from it? And how do we yeah. thrive through it? So we'll be right okay. back. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you really want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune into Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions. Some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access all the time. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You're tuned in to The James Stentley Show. We'd love to hear from you via email with questions and comments. Drop us a line to JD at thejamesstentleyshow.com. Again, that's JD at thejamesstentleyshow.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back to The James Stentley Show. This final segment is brought to you by our nonprofit, Already Always Amazing, Amazing Children, Veterans, Amazing Seniors, and Amazing You. We're here with Dr. George Frazier. We were just talking about the next incredible conference, and he just offered something to all the folks on social media. We want to go over that one more time, and then we're going to deep-sea dive a little bit more about what does it take to begin in a situation where most people never make it out to become someone who impacts people throughout the world. How does that happen? Because George Abraham Lincoln said if it can happen for one person, it can happen for another. Dr. Frazier. Yes, sir. All right, we were talking about the next empowerment event. Can you share that information with everyone once again? I know Janice Jamar says she's in. She's going to get her ticket today. All right, perfect. All right, here's how it's going to work. The Power Networking Conference live conference that we normally do and have been doing uh, for 19 years has been postponed from this July to next July in Houston, Texas, July 14th through the 17th. We'd love for you to come. But instead, um, uh, putting it on this year, we are going to do a virtual. The virtual is October the 28th through the 30th. October 28th through the 30th, an incredible global virtual power networking conference with 60s from people from 66 countries around the world. It's going to be off the chazane. It's $297 to attend that virtual conference. So here's an offer I'm going to make right now. But you can only get this offer through me. You have to email me if you want this offer at gfraser at frasernet.com. That's gfraser at frasernet.com. F-R-A-S is in Sam E-R. gfraser at frasernet.com. In the subject line, put on in. So the $1,500 you would pay for you to go to the live and a student, that's $2,300 if you to go to the live next year. 1500 for you, 800 for a student. We want you to bring a student. That's 2300 bucks. The, re the virtual reality is 297 That's 300 bucks. 
That's $2,600. We're going to give you both of those, both of those for $399, $399, a $2,200 discount. It's limited to the first 20 people. You email me at gfraser at frasernet.com, put in the subject line, I'm in, I'm in. Then in the body of the email, put your full name and your cell number, your full name and your cell number, your full name and your cell number. I will personally call you and handle this over the phone with a credit card. Yeah, that and is an offer. Yeah, and that is a- you can't uh, refuse. But look, I, I'll tell you, you know, last night we were uh, a nonprofit. Uh, we were invited to come and talk to um, the Salvation Army. Uh, and it's in uh, an area called Inglewood, where I grew up at. It's, it's one of the- toughest neighborhoods in the Chicagoland area. I mean, it's just horrific the way they live. And they've got these children that are out there that are writing their obituaries at 21. The children don't have beds because a parent was on drugs and sold their bed. And we made a commitment, not just with a check that we wrote, but with a, a commitment of our time and our effort. Because I grew up in that neighborhood and to see these young men and women uh, singing and and praising God and looking for a mentorship, looking for a way out, just looking for a way. So um, we're, that's why I said we're going to get five of them and we're going to take, but the people, the five people, they're there, but we're going to take a student, five of those students from there right. with us. And we're going to take care of all their expenses that come out there. So that's how important it is. So let's talk a little bit before I know you have to go in about ooh, eight minutes, but I want to really quick talk about the backdrop. 1945, you're born, Brooklyn, New York. Uh, a lot of challenges growing up. One of 11 kids, that's a challenge in itself. I mean, how many bathrooms? <laughs> One. <laughs> One. And there we have it. Tell One. us, about how do you move from here? And what, uh, you know, a life worth living is worth recording. It inspires so many people. Tell us about that journey and how are you here now? And who is uh, Dr. George Fraser? Yeah. There are things, James, that I did to develop as a leader to build a successful family life, married to Nora Jean Fraser now, going on 48 years, All right. and to grow a multi-million dollar business. I'm not bragging, I'm just saying. But that required a special kind of mindset, a special kind of act, action steps. Don't ask me how I knew these things. Mm -hmm. I could not articulate them growing up on the main streets of Bed-Stuy in Brooklyn, New York, because basically I spent 15 years in orphanages and foster care. Yeah. Right? No one thought I was college material. So I was sent to a vocational high school, and I got a high school diploma in carpentry. But I couldn't get a job in carpentry in New York because the Italians controlled the carpenters' union. Mm -hmm. So my first job was mopping floors on the midnight shift at LaGuardia Airport. Wow. I did that for three years. I asked God, why did he have me mopping floors? If you go to LaGuardia today and go down into the maintenance department, there's a plaque on the wall. I'm on the plaque. I was the best floor mopper in the history of LaGuardia Airport. All right. Right? right. In the history of God. So there's always been a commitment to excellence. My mother taught me. My foster parents taught us, if you're going to do it, do it well or don't do it at all. Right? So commitment to excellence versus mediocrity was a mindset. It didn't matter how menial the job was. I was the best person on that job. I was competing with everybody around me. And most importantly, I was competing with me. So it was a mindset, right? Right. So that's mindset A, a commitment to excellence versus mediocrity. As I said earlier, we cannot be mediocre. Only white people can be mediocre. We can't be mediocre, right? We can't be average. There's another mindset was using my personal tragedies to elevate my life, right? Um, foster care and orphanages was a tragedy, but I used that tragedy to hunker down, to earn money, to think entrepreneurial, um, COVID is a tragedy, but I've used COVID like so many of us for introspection, reinvention, right? Pivoting, right? 
and making a way out of no way, which is what we've always had to do as black people. So using tragedy to elevate my life, what is, what is the good in this? What does God want me to learn? Uh, living a life with a sense of urgency, right? Which is really mitigated or eliminated this whole idea of procrastination. Do it now. Nothing is promised. Do it now. Right. I, I'm not saying don't think about it and give it some some some, some analysis and then make a decision, but do it. No. Don't put it off. Right. And a commitment to excellence. So so those are those are just sort of three. But I think the big one for me, James, is my commitment to lifelong learning, personal growth and development um, and constant never ending improvement. I think it was Socrates who said that the only good is knowledge and the only evil is ignorance ignorance right yep. i just read to you earlier hosea 4 6 my people perish for the lack of lack of knowledge for thou hast rejected knowledge i therefore reject thee you shall be no prince to me yep. we only hear the first part my people perish for the lack of knowledge but what god is saying listen you reject knowledge i reject you get out of my face wow <laughs> but you see what's behind me, James? I'm in my office. There's a thousand books behind me, 15,000 in my library at home. Yeah. Right? And I don't have a college degree. Mm -hmm. Right? I have three honorary doctorate degrees, but I am self-taught. As Malcolm X was self-taught, mm -hmm. I'm an insatiable reader. The average American only reads one book a year. If a black person read one book a month in twelve in five years, you will have read 60 books, and the average American will have only read five. Yep. So this is huge. This is important. Be committed to lifelong learning. Be committed to financial education. You cannot live in a market-based economy in a democratic capitalist society and not understand capitalism and how it works and not understand money and how to manage it and what it's for and how to get it and how to leverage it. That requires lifelong learning. Right? Unless you're going to move to some other country with a, a different system. I haven't seen a system any better than this. There might be, but I haven't seen it. Yeah. yeah. So you, we, we, we are the most financially illiterate people on the planet. We are at the bottom of every single economic statistic that matters in America. We must fix that. And we can fix that. And we develop the system, wins wealth building systems and curriculum to embed that into historically black church. And we're in about 20 churches right now. Wow. So the, this goes back to when you see a problem, Act on it. Do something about it. That's what leadership is. That's what leadership is. I wrote something I posted on my uh, Facebook page uh, not long ago. And I want to read I want to read it to you. Real simple and I'm finished. Okay. The thing that differentiates leaders is purely an artistic and strategic ability to discern what is a good idea, what is a beautiful idea, what is worth spending time on, and most importantly, what is the problem that is sufficiently interesting yet sufficiently difficult that hasn't yet been solved, but the time for solving it is now solve a problem and fill a need well you know what you now i have clarity i have a lot of friends from bedside and when bedside you don't know anything about bedside they call it do or die bedside. that's right that's right that's right bedside, and, I, do or die. And, and the do or die was sounds so cliche when i heard it in the 90s now you're giving me clarity because there's a lot of people who've done well who come from a place called bedside that's right a lot of people and it's, that's our mantra. Do it or die trying to get it done. That's it. Do it, though. Do or die. Either you're in or you're out. Either you do it or you don't do it. There is no such thing as trying. <laughs> that's right. Right? That's right? Right? You either do it. 
When people say, well, I'll try, I said, no, 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 no. I don't want to hear that. Either you're going to do it or you're not going to do it. Mm -hmm. It's real clear because that's what, at the end of the day, that's what it's going to come down to. Well, look, you've got to run. It's it's that time for you. Give me just one word, if it's possible. What are people going to get when they attend this virtual conference they're going to sign up for right now? They're going to get the lessons, instruction, coaching, and mentoring from the baddest black minds on the planet. We focus only on three areas, business, money, and wellness, psychological wellness, healing our deep subconscious wounds, and physical wellness because they are connected to each other. That's what they're going to get all in one place over three days. Amen. Amen. Well, look, I know you have to run. It's your time. So I want to be the timekeeper for you. we got to have you back. We're going to have you back and get this thing perfect as it usually is. But I want to thank you for coming and sharing and spending this time. I'm looking forward to our journey. And I want everybody right now, you better hurry up and sign up because only 15 people and Janice took a spot. I got five. So you got 14 more people. Right, 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 right. And once it gets out, because you'll replay it, I want you, if you can, send me the recording, recording, and I'll put it all on my social media. Got it. It's done. You'll get it today. All right. Thank you, Dr. Fraser, for stopping by. I'm going to let you get to your next appointment. We're going to have you back again. And I know many of you guys have questions, but we're going to deal with those questions in the next time we have Dr. Fraser with us. Right now, just go ahead and sign up and meet us on the virtual space in October and July. We'll all be there together. So, Dr. Thank Fraser, you. thank you for being with us. God bless you. Love you, man. Keep doing God's work, James. Appreciate Remember. you. Thank you for listening to The James Dentley Show. Be sure to join James for another inspiring show next Friday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you here next week.